Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those were definitely under the trench coat with rolling in the Okay. All right, let's go ahead and do this shit then. Uh, hello and welcome to Under the Trench Coat, the after show bonus episode for Riven, the Shattered Continent. I am Ken Brown, your dungeon master. I'm Brad, still recovering from that episode. And I'm Nick. I'm pretending I fully recovered so that I can get through the rest of this recording session. <laughs> Whew. That was a very, I, I would say that that's probably our most intense episode so uh, far. Yeah, just because of the heightened emotion. Like, I don't know about content wise, but for for us playing the characters, I think I can speak even for Ken. Like, not that he had to do too much, but I mean, he had to listen to it and he, he, he had to have Phil's feelings also. So um, 100% agree. Very intense. And that, uh, yeah, no, no, go ahead. I, I talked. No, no, you, you were, you were already going. I was, I, I was just gonna say, uh, and again, we, we stress this a lot, just because you can't really know in today's uh, world of technology and, and different types of media and stuff anymore. Hundred percent uh, real on all fronts. Like none of, none, none of it's trumped up to be um, like over the top to, to get. Uh, people to listen to the content we're not trying to create unnecessary drama out of situations like this is all this is us this is how we would be acting in this situation if we weren't recording a podcast this is this was big sad times but like happy sad i guess happy happy sad happy cry oh man yeah again like i said in the episode i've got a new respect for voice actors because holy shit Every time I I was trying to trying to say that I missed you, friend, and it was like ah, and my my throat went nope. Well, <laughs> shit! Did you did you hear me when I when I was talking about? Uh, it was my fault that I didn't try and save you on the train. Did you like that? Oh yeah, that was that was that that's where I lost it. Like I was. So I I, I okay. Uh. Obviously, so I, I want to yeah, interject here just for, for sure. a second. Brad, you are one of those voice actors. Mm hmm. Because we do a podcast where you do voices. Listen, listen, Ken. I'm 
you can leave you can let my imposter syndrome be just fine <laughs> i i am not a voice actor i'm a guy who attempts to make voices a voice actor is a person who who does make voices <laughs> i i want i want anybody who hears this all all two of you at time of recording um i want you to do everything in your power to get Matt Mercer to to admit that he also said that at one point in his life. <laughs> and then tell Brad to suck it. Um So uh, uh there's there's been no guarantee on this situation happening. Not not a single time. Um it was something that we we talked about um in game and and in in uh, personal time, um, just to kind of help Brad uh, know not to like get rid of all of his Trevor stuff. Um, that it was there was a slim chance that somewhere in the future this could potentially be a thing. And obviously, if you've been following along religiously, um, Harkos jumped on that bandwagon um, the moment it was presented to him in game, which is is kind of what started this whole thing. So for roughly not entirely 12 episodes, because I didn't know in episode 40 that, that this could happen, but as soon as Harkos talked to that priest and it went on the table, um, Nick has been driving towards this goal on a hope and a prayer that we could, we could accomplish this thing. And um, I had expectations uh, of how I thought things were going to go and I had uh, thoughts and worries and stuff did not like I knew it was going to be like rough and tumble and it was going to be emotional never once thought I was going to cry I I really didn't like there were times when I was talking about Trevor like when I I didn't really cry when Trevor died like I was really upset I was more mad at Brad's dice I was also mad at Brad for not switching dice when he has a plethora to choose from at uh, at, at his disposal um but yeah I I wasn't I wasn't ready apparently like I I thought I had prepped my brain for for it to not happen or for it to happen and whatever each one of those things would entail I was wrong <clears throat> I was not at all prepared and I I honestly think it was it was Brad uh losing it initially uh, that that caused me to be like well uh, this is gonna be bad <laughs> for both of us <laughs> I so I, I want to ask like uh, I because we, we've talked about this and, and Brad said that he had made up his mind that if if this were to succeed, he wanted to bring Trapper back. Uh, I because I mean, there's just such a great chemistry between Arcos and, and Trevor. I uh, and, and, and all of this, but I uh, but we've talked about this, that I was not I wanted to make that decision not as easy as he was thinking yeah. it was going to be. Yeah, you, you did a good job on that. Thanks. Uh, that's what I was going for is that what did you think that I was going to stick you back into that life? And that would uh, like, did what, what thoughts did you have going into I, it? I had where Trevor would be. I had no idea of what you were going to do. I was expecting some sort of fucky that was going to make me question my sanity. <sighs> but yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what was going on. And then as soon as you said the the uh, that it was the shop, I'm like, oh god, this is this is where 
we're going to be arguing because like I I figured Trevor wouldn't know what was going on. Like, because that's, you know, he's he's been dead. So technically he shouldn't know what's going on. And I figured with if he's if he thinks the shop is OK, then obviously he doesn't remember what happened. So I'm like, this is going to be real interesting. <laughs> yeah. And I appreciate you playing along with that and not like trying to push against the uh, push against the illusion. No, uh, it made total sense. I mean, yeah. Why? Why would he if he was if he was in his happy place and that's his happy place? Like, why would he remember the stuff that happened? You know, like I, I could see little tidbits or something, maybe, but nothing. I Not the whole thing. <laughs> were, were you tempted to, to let Trevor stay? I was. I, I was. Yeah, that's I was convinced it was going to happen, honestly. When no, that that was one of the things that I wrote down in the middle there was I was genuinely wondering if and a little worried that I had convinced Brad (laughs) to to leave Trevor in the afterlife. I I, I think that's what caused me to um, weep. We'll call it what it is. Nick wept. Um, (laughs) Nick wept. I because I, in in that moment when when he asked why i was like i'm i'm not i'm not going to lie i'm i'm going to tell him straight up that and and not in a douchey way but what i was trying to get across is we probably don't need you <laughs> like we we we've done fine without you which sucks to say um we've done at like numerath said we've done great things without you there um harkos just doesn't want to acknowledge it uh, because he's he's only been doing those things to drive him to this moment, and when when Brad did his whole thing of like sitting down on the bed and talking directly to Harkos, that was that was honestly there was part of me I was like, oh that sucks <laughs> that uh, that we got here, and I think that's that's what pushed me o- over that edge while I was talking is. Yes, what I was talking about was emotional. Harkos definitely would have got emotional um, in recounting how he felt on the train when he saw Phil came back, but Trevor didn't. Um, and, but it was also Nick and obviously the extension of Harkos accepting that Trevor wasn't going to come back. I I was prepared to to have you like make some like listen to my whole thing and then have us have a back and forth for a little bit be like well I can understand that it's it's painful but it sounds like you're doing fine and you know I'm happy here and Harko I wouldn't be able to fight with that like there would yeah. there would be part of me that will want to be selfish but Harko's hasn't really been deliberately um, directly mean to Trevor like there's been obviously little like side jokes or whatever snide remarks um but he wouldn't if if he heard that he, he'd have to give up and it it would have it would have been rough to go into this fucking dragon fight broken like that um but i i realized in that moment that uh, like it was a very real possibility so i i was very shocked and even still 
even when you got up and you made your shit at the forge, there was part of me that was thinking it was going to be something that you were like, can you find a way to send this through instead of me? And it was going to yeah. be something yeah. to like, let me know, be like, I appreciate it, but I'm staying. Oh, I, I got to Let's <laughs> somebody else talk before See, it gets bad. When you when you put me in the shop there and everything was happening, that I, I think, honestly, I think that helped put it into perspective as far as going by what Trevor would do. Uh, you know, like, obviously, I wanted him back because I told you I wanted him back. But and in my head, I'm like, what's he going to do to screw with me to where I'm going to go? Ah, do I really want to res him? But the, the situation, you know, like you said, it's 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 happy and it's what he wanted and it's what he was doing before all this happened. And that's why when it came down to decision time, you know, I had him walk around and kind of take in the whole shop and what he had and and then say what he said, because it, it was that was that was kind of the up in the air point, like what's going to happen here? <laughs> so uh, what convinced you to to bring him back? It it, it was what Nick said. Because I, I was wondering why I, I by no means assumed it was going to be something light, but I was wondering and if if maybe the wording would come out to where Trevor's like, like Nick said, well, seems like you guys are doing fine. <laughs> yeah. But no. See, and that's that's where I feel a, a, like a little shitty because there's there's part of me that knows I could have probably worded it that way. But I. I don't feel like I did. I don't feel like I did uh, the character wrong because I, I mean, I said that in the episode. Like, we're not in the episode. I think I said it in the under under the trench coat of that episode. But I, I said that Harkos will always carry with him the what if. What if I would have gone out there? Like Phil made it back in, which means Harkos could have attempted to make it back in with Trevor. Right. And so there would always be that thing that would just eat at him of why didn't I try and help? And and so that that is definitely the the driving factor that like Harkos doesn't really know what happens when you die. Harkos doesn't know if Trevor accepted it like you did. Like I don't know the whole thing you had with Numerath in that episode where you passed on. So in knowing that I had an option to attempt to bring Trevor back that was that was going to be his thing because number one it could be the first stepping stone to undoing his mistake of not going back for Trevor and number two it could save you from whatever you might be dealing with because I don't know what what if it was because for all Harkos knew what if it was something where you were trying to come back but you couldn't get back because I mean who the fuck are we to fight back from death like who like that's right. that's not going to be a thing that you can do from your side like rules and all that shit aside how how am I to know that you're not trying to get back but you don't have a way and I have this person that can shine a beacon for you to flock towards so right. so there 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 was a lot um more in that column than Harkos being like well honestly I I guess we don't I just I miss you a lot 
and and I so I uh, and again I was convinced you weren't coming back so I wanted to just lay my cards on the table just so all the emotion was out there so Nick can't be upset uh, many episodes in a row like he was when Trevor died there was a, there was a time that I was thinking about having uh, Numerath be not okay with you leaving oh yeah I uh, and that when I started thinking about the the ramifications of that was when I when I was like no that that doesn't fit you know and and you know like the the stuff that can kind of happen so you would have to be more like forceful to get yourself out it passed but I mean it's an interesting thing to think about like what if he would have been I mean would that have would that have changed anything if if Numerath was like, you know what, they're calling back to you, but you, I'm not going to let you go. Honestly, With- I think, I think that situation would have turned it into a. I don't even like need me or not. I'm going now because because you're telling me no type thing. Like I and, thought, and that's kind of the like. It, I, I think I think Trevor would have would have been disappointed. I think I think this it would have been a a heck of a conversation. And that's what I kind of figured is that him being more forceful and saying like I don't want you to go, you can't go. It, that's what I kind of that that was the direction I was kind of wa- thinking that that would go is uh, that he you know it, it, he says no, so you're like well fine, fuck you, I want to go right. and then you force your way out. It's an, inter- it's an interesting thought experiment, but I don't think that it fit with... Uh, no, I liked what you did. Any other <laughs> any other interpretation of, of who slash what he is. I, and that was, I, that was kind of a hard thing to, to settle down on with how he, uh, how he approached you uh, with, you know... <sighs> You can go if you want to, but look at what you have. Uh-huh. Like, look, this is you. You served, and this is your reward for that service. That you get to to forever live out the happy part of your life. I uh, that felt more in line with uh, with that. So th- this is a question that I've wanted to ask for a while, but uh, Trevor has been dead, so I haven't really had to ask it, not been able to ask the question. Does it concern you that Numerath is a dragon? Because everything that you've heard about dragons thus far has been bad. Well, I think... And there's been... I, I want to I make a point that there has never been a distinction between the colored dragons and the metallic dragons right. that there has been no distinction that any of them are good or bad. Right. I, I or, think or any of them are good rather that they've been bad. I think we touched on it very lightly once. And I think it was in an episode. Maybe. And maybe I'm just not remembering. it. Yeah. But. Uh, I think it. Initially, it it would have been I don't know disturbing as far as Trevor goes, sort of, 
but he's done enough to help that it's like and none of it's been in a in a in a bad manner so it's yeah. almost like he's proven himself already yeah and then he he leaves you with that very cryptic warning yeah to to be cautious of his kin yeah because not everything is is what it seems like it should be uh so i you you have that now that little piece of information yeah do you think that you're gonna share with uh especially harkos that it's a dragon that you have been serving this whole time oh yeah unknowingly oh yeah it'll it'll happen Maybe not at this moment, but yeah, not at this moment, because he's not just going to be like, oh, yes. And by the way, Hakos, um, I know <laughs> we're going to fight a dragon, but I'm serving one. What do you know? <laughs> I, I have I have uh, plans for that moment. I've I've had no, plans see. for that moment since Trevor died. Um, purely uh, for the fact of if if I ever ran into him and he was like, yeah, I was actually friends with Trevor. I didn't think I was going to have to have talks with Trevor. I just had thoughts about the numerous thing coming into play and now I get to have them with Trevor instead of some random dragon man <laughs> I so speaking of dragons I so I, I think that you can you can deduce that uh, this rune got activated yeah. what <sighs> spoilers we didn't see that Ooh. Well, you can, uh, that's why I said you can deduce. Maybe, maybe I'm misleading no, I, you. I, I did. Maybe ever, maybe, maybe there's uh, a, a service or there's a, there's a school assembly at the uh, cathedral I, that everyone has to go to. I did all to. my deducing before we started recording because I knew it was going to be no. a rough episode. So I didn't want to have to, <laughs> I didn't want to have to drop any more while we were recording. Deduces. Yeah. Mm. It's a shitty pun. Uh, that wasn't on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I feel worse now. <laughs> uh, so you you get to see uh, kind of the before of your dream. Uh, that this is this is this the beginning of of yeah. where your dream eventually ends. Uh, I'm so, horrified, by the way. Um, I wrote a note down here. My first thought uh, when the temple was empty, like when you said that there was no noise upstairs all of a sudden, um, my first thought was that a bunch of, like, some person for whatever reason in there. And again, this is something I talked about before we started recording. This is just how my mind was working, is <laughs> we have this dragon threat looming. I'm more concerned about the murder we committed. Um my 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 brain told me that some acolyte recognized Phil's face, and while we were downstairs for hours, um, went and got some town guard together, and so they cleared out because the guards came in because the murderers were inside, and so I was like peeking out of the door, and you were that, like, "The place is empty," and I was like, "They're just waiting to like set upon us when we step out here," and then we peeked out the door, and I was like, "Nope, they're just waiting for us to leave the temple," and then you're like, "Everyone's fucking." marching to the and I went oh the cathedral it's happening it's happening now this is the thing this is the bad thing I uh, and then uh, and then Zuriel makes her uh, 
her reappearance. Right, right at the end to, to uh-huh. mark the cliffhanger. Uh, and she's in she's in bad shape, so uh, you don't know how much use she's going to be here. But uh, and you don't uh, I, you kind of know what the present is because of the companion piece. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know that she came bearing gifts, and you know so she held up her end of the bargain. So how how do you think this is going to go? It's going to be chaos as usual. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm real happy um, to have spent the last piece of year one of the podcast bringing back Trevor for, for one return episode. <laughs> Plus side, it's also Harkos's last episode. So, I mean, that'll be... Uh, we're just going to wipe the slate uh, clean. And you know what? No one's going to remember it anyway because no one's going to remember that Aramore was there. So it's solid. Well, I don't know if this will help boost your confidence or not, but this is an under the trench coat exclusive before next episode. I'm going to go ahead and ding you guys up two levels. Two? That's a big jump. Okay, so here here's the question: Is Trevor where? Well, I guess land. We didn't level at all while you were landros, did we? No. So it's the same. Never mind. I don't need to ask that fucking question. Nope. So that should put you guys at six, yep. I think. Yep. yep. I, I I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, man, it's been a long fucking time, and they've done a lot. But I mean, we I mean, it, we it, have it, and we haven't. Like 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 we've we've done a lot, but it's it's not been a lot of big stuff until very recently. I honestly, um, this is this is a gift because in my head I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, it's been a while, but I wasn't expecting. I was expecting to ding once after we fought a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and again, not that that's like, a bad thing, uh, um, but that's just I, I was like, that's a pretty big milestone. I'm sure he'll he'll level us up to five after that. Going to six before it, fucking kooky dukes. I'm 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 still terrified, but uh, excited as well. I uh, but it gives you a little bit more ammunition to you know go after this thing. Uh, it even the playing field just a little, but you know I. Uh, but I, I wanted to give you guys a, a nice little boost because you have been you, you've been doing a lot. It may not seem like it in depending on how you're listening, but uh, there's been plenty. There's been plenty of social interactions. You dealt with the whole dungeon dungeon, quote unquote. Uh, I didn't I kill any of the dealt you, with the, I didn't the kill any of the you the UEs. Not a single yeah, one. Not UIs. any of the fucking five of them. So, uh, I, I I felt like it was time, and I, I think that that was worth a couple of a couple of dings to to get you prepped for uh, get you prepped for for the next episode. But we'll have to do a uh, we'll have to do a quick rundown of what you guys get at the beginning of the next yes, episode. Yes, 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 yes. Definitely. So, so I have a question. How'd you like my my out to lunch way of saying saying I was gonna leave? I loved it. <laughs> Me personally loved it. I was I was trying to think of a way that that would be 
not just me going, oh, I think I'm going to go now. <laughs> oh, yeah, your little uh, 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 out to lunch bit. Uh-huh. I thought that was fun. I, I was actually expecting uh, you, you surprised me with that because when you put when you said that you put up the sign, I was like, oh, that's what he's doing. I thought that it was going to be like, you know, uh, like like closed or something like that. But your your little out to lunch thing, not only is it <laughs> is it fun and it's it's not what I was expecting, but also implies that uh, you'll be back. So, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that's that's something else there, too. Well, he said I could come back. Even <laughs> who knows? It could be soon. It could be late. Yeah, that's why I didn't put a time frame on the lunch sign. <laughs> lunch could be anywhere from a minute to uh, fifty years. Well, see, and it, it, somewhere. it builds an awesome moment for when, whenever Trevor happens to kick it, where Numerath and or customers can just be like, "Did you get your fill?" And he can go, "I think I did that time." And then, oh, happy ending. Yeah. Uh-huh. Foodstuffs. Foodstuffs. All right. Uh, well, let's go ahead and close I up have, the trench coat. I have, then. I have one uh, thing that I don't. Oh, I don't know if oh, reopening the trench coat. <laughs> I, I stuck my hand in there right as you put the button. Um, I don't know if you'll be able to answer it because technically, I guess it could, in theory, be in play. Should Brad's dice bonus again? Um, I wanted to ask, what would have happened if Harkus would have trained with Trevor's hammer? Because that was something that I didn't explore, uh, because I almost instantly ran into that priest. And so, I know when I picked it up, you said it, it almost felt right. And I don't know if we talked about it under the trench coat, but I know you told me um, that that's like a little nugget, depending on what I want to do with it. Uh, like, to, to treat it with yeah. how, how I want it or whatever. But then I got so... Uh, laser focused on uh, attempting to bring Trevor back that I never even I mean there was no downtime to train with the hammer so uh, what my original plan with that was is that uh, depending on what level you were I was going to find something from the forge cleric domain and gift it into the hammer for you that's cool. Like, uh, oh. like, like one of the, uh, like, like one of the subclass abilities off of it. Something that you could have used that hammer for. That would have been your little tie to, you know, what that's cool. Trevor was. Uh, that's that, cool. That was my original plan with it. Like, if you had started, but it also depends on the context because if you were, you know, depending on how you trained with it, what you wanted to use it for. I mean, things could have changed. I, uh, you know, it, it's just. And I could have, you know, made it into, you know, that it would be considered a monk weapon for you so that you could use your stuff and, and those kind of things. You know, stuff like that, that little things that I can do because you, uh, 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 because you took time mm-hmm. to, to do it. I, uh, so are we, are we good to close up the trench coat? Yep. All right. Yep. I, uh, well, I'm Ken. I'm Brad. I'm Nick. Thank you very much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Love you. Stop and stop and stop.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.